You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is a show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Uh, this week, I sat down with Claire Parlett, and um, we kind of talked for a long time, so I'm not going to do a live story on this episode because we, we talked for too long. But Claire told me about getting food poisoning uh, when she was on a month-long solo trip through Europe. Here's Claire Parlett. Okay, um, so I just want to talk about the first time that I traveled to Europe. Uh, I was 25 and solo traveling, and I got the worst food poisoning of mm. my entire life. Well, you went, wait, hold on, I'm going to go back. So you went all by yourself? Yeah. Wow, I've always thought about that, but then I get too nervous. You should do it. And not nervous in like, an, like I'm like, not like where it's like, I'll be unsafe as a woman by myself. I'm like, I think I'll be uncomfortable like in social situations. <laughs> That's what I'm more worried about. Yeah. So like, I guess the reason why I did it is because I feel like I have so much social anxiety when I know people sometimes, like on an acquaintance level. And then when I'm talking with strangers, it feels low stakes. Mm. And like, I have this more, I don't give a fuck energy sometimes because I'm just like, yeah, you, I'm being polite with new people, but then I can also say that weird thing <laughs> that yeah. I'm nervous about. Whereas at that time, I'm 30 now, so when I was 25, I think I was just still nervous and like coming into myself and scared and I, I needed <laughs> so space. You just went to Europe alone. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, ah, uh, maybe I should just go to Europe alone <laughs> and do crazy things and be a crazy person. And I hear that's how you can learn more about yourself. <laughs> well, did, did you? What did you learn? I did. Well, <laughs> you know what I did learn? I went there initially for a swing dance camp in okay. Sweden. Wow, we are learning things now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, learning things about you. <laughs> just to paint the picture of who I am, you know. I'm not just a Midwest mom personality. I also pay... You walk the fucking walk. <laughs> pay big bucks to swing dance in Sweden. So the biggest swing dance camp in the world is in Sweden. I don't know why, but those skinny, little, tall, blonde, little, big blondes mm. love swing dance. They get down the on the Nordic jazz. The Nordic people are so handsome. Oh, my gosh. They are so beautiful. They're built so big and strong. <laughs> yeah. And even the women, the women are, too. And they carry this, like, um, I don't know. It's just, like, this, like, confidence of just, like, these I broad think just shoulders. Ha- yeah, having, broads. like, knowing that, like, if they're sick, they can go to the doctor, I think, gives them a little... Happen their stop, I probably. <laughs> I think you're right. I think it's the universal healthcare. Yeah. <laughs> In the six years of paternity leave, that probably, that probably doesn't hurt either. Right, makes them a little more like my life will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to prove who I am with health insurance, <laughs> whereas we do. I was just somebody was just telling me um, a story about this um, a comic that <laughs> she was like wasted and she was. One and another comic, he had this like electric, you know, those like electric scooters. And oh yeah, she's like, I want to ride it, and everyone's like, No, you're way too fucked up. And he was like, Listen, you can push it around. We're not gonna turn it on, but you can scoot around on it without turning the yeah thing on. And she immediately just face planted onto the cement floor, and then like I guess like cut her chin open, and her tooth was chipped. And she she looks up, she's like, What? <laughs> and what? The, and the fr- <laughs> But so it's, and she's like, you know, there's like a hole in her face. And the first question somebody had to ask was like, 
do you have health insurance? And she's like, yeah. And they're like, all right, well, we're going to the hospital. Yeah. Oh, my but God. It's, like, it's, such a, it's so sick that it's like, that's like, that's like the first question to be like, well, <laughs> well, is this going to financially cripple you? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what their plan would have been if she said no. Like, Right. With like an open. A bandaid, I guess. Like nerve <laughs> hanging. So you can see, so you can super glue it. Shut up, oh, my God. In a pinch. Remember that, people? But it scars real bad. Yeah. It is scary that like we're at that point where, yeah, you have to consider, oh, like, do I want to put my health first today or not? Yeah. <laughs> like you ask yourself <laughs> my the question. Finances. I feel confident I could give someone stitches, though. In a really? Pinch. Yeah. I think I could do it. Yeah. I does blood freak you out at all? No. Actually, so, I take it back. I don't think I could. Yeah. I was just imagining piercing the skin. Uh, yeah. I'll think about it. Right. I'm like, I don't even know <laughs> if I could pierce my own ears. So I don't I think did I pierce could a do girl's it. ear one time. And that's what I was thinking about. That's what was making me reconsider. Because the earlobe is way thicker than you'd <laughs> ima- imagine. Like, I was doing it with a hotel needle, too. That didn't help. But it was to pop it all the way through is really difficult. Yeah. Wait, did, what kind of needle? Like, like, like those little sewing kits you get at a hotel. Okay. I was like, what, I'm like, what did I, I do call not- it? A hotel needle? Yeah, that's kind of a weird, that sounds weird, but. No, I like it because it sounds like something I should know, but I don't, you know. I, a hotel needle. I went from A to C. I, so I, that's what, um, okay. Anyway, so you're, sorry, I'm burping. You're in, you're going to swing dance. Right. You're, you're swing dancing. The, the <laughs> exactly. I am learning the Lindy Hop, you know, <laughs> b- brushing up on my Charleston <laughs> in Europe, you know. And I was like, you know, every trip, every time I travel alone, I'm like, it would be so cool to meet somebody and either have a fun hookup or like fall in love. Mm-hmm. You know, either one. It can be casual, whatever. And so like at swing dance camp, there were uh, there were some cute guys there, but, you know, nobody... I did not uh, Charleston much? with anybody, we'll say. Uh, <laughs> How much did it cost to do the camp? It was about $1,000 for the week, including stay. Oh, that's not crazy. Yeah. But not food. Uh, not food. food. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, you get like four hours of swing dance lessons every day. <laughs> this is like, the, to some people, this you sounds so like strange. <laughs> torture. This lights I me up. Be kind of, I can kind of see that being fun, actually. It's so fun. Maybe not for a whole week, but yeah, maybe two days sounds nice. Right, you have to be a big nerd to like go for a week. Yeah. But I've always liked, you know, I have always loved performance art. Obviously, like why I do stand up, but I love dancing just because it gets me in my body and out of my head. Mm-hmm. It's like right now, the most important thing is like nailing this triple step or like <laughs> doing the Charleston with your whole entire heart. <laughs> and it sounds dumb, but it's like that's why I like it because it just like brings me like the simplicity of like. We're just moving for fun right now, and I've always loved the style, and I love social dancing, and now it has become a part of my life, where if I go to a bar, like, you better believe I am making my friends dance with me. (laughs) (laughs) um, Were the people at the camp, were they from all over the place? Yes. There's Americans there, too, besides you? Yeah, there are a few other Americans, but I would say, like, mostly Europeans, but there were people from all over the world. Koreans love swing dance (laughs) and they're really fucking good because you know how asians give it that like that asian effort okay like this is this is not a hobby this is now a life passion and they're gonna do it like in the most perfect way they can and so i'm telling you you gotta go to swing dance camp and this is a world i didn't even know existed this is so funny oh yeah no it's um 
It's really weird. There's a lot of uh, IT nerds and medical professionals in the swing dance community. Um, and then, yeah, lots of lots of Asians. Swing dance community. All right, so you're swinging away, and you're trying to get it what? So, <laughs> I am swing dancing away, yeah. Trying to find love of my life. I did not. <laughs> and great story, that's though, okay, right? It's just like going to swing dance camp. Imagine telling your grandkids that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well, they're for sure going to be swing dancers. <laughs> it's in the family blood. Yeah. Like, you have to now. Um but yeah, I mean, I met this cool Scandinavian guy, met another cool guy, but again, nothing really hit. So then I go on to Lisbon, have a great time, you know, put my flirt out there. We're doing well. And then I go to Barcelona and my stomach is feeling <laughs> off. Okay. Something has shifted. This single woman on a cruise ship travel <laughs> extravaganza is yeah, taking a, a turn. No, but it's, um, oh. it's a way of life. Uh, for me, okay, okay. so to me, single woman on a cruise ship is an energy that you carry oh, with course. you. Uh, yes, I understand. So sorry, the cruise ship yes. is fake. Everybody, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor, yeah. and so just to detour a little, like if you, it's kind of like treat yourself, mm-hmm. you know, but leveling up. Yeah, again, I'm a single woman on, I would say, an inflatable raft. <laughs> <laughs> like a lazy river or um, like white water rafting <laughs> on a river that you're not supposed to swim in <laughs> <laughs> i love that and you have your pina colada whatever yeah. going down i like... have my coors banquet <laughs> <laughs> a turtle that. is my friend that's my energy <laughs> oh i love that that sounds really peaceful and yeah it's beautiful awesome <clears throat> it's actually really beautiful what i do <laughs> <laughs> okay so you're something crazy Oh, yeah. So stomach hurts. I'm like, not feeling great. Go to the bathroom. I'm like, wow, again, I feel like I need to find a bathroom ASAP. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm walking the streets of Barcelona. You have to pay to use a restroom. I go in there, and I shit, like, so hard (laughs) that it was like, it was like water, Mm -hmm. like, coming out of my butt. And I'm like, something is wrong. You know, like, this is bad you know but I'm like you know what these things usually last 24 hours like we got this and I'm staying in a hostel and I'm just like not feeling better oh no it sounds like a public restroom yeah that's the worst and so I get to a point where I'm just like I can't do this I need to get an Airbnb (laughs) like I need my own space I'm gonna get a room in someone's like house at this Airbnb so I do that and again I'm just like I'm shitting all the time, but I'm like, this will not ruin my trip. You know, I'm still going to go out. I'm still going to have fun. I can't be bed bound. Like, I, <laughs> I'm i going to make the best of this. And so I'm at the Airbnb, and my Airbnb host is, like, super cute. <laughs> so we're, like, kind of flirting it up, you know, vibing. And I'm, I tell him what I'm going to do that day because I'm, <laughs> I'm still trying to check things off my list. And he's like, can I join you? Wow. And I'm like, um... Okay, romance. Yeah, like European romance. Sure. Wait, where are you? Barcelona. I'm in Barcelona. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And it's also like 100 degrees. <laughs> so it's like, again, I feel like I'm just about to diarrhea at any moment. It's 100 <laughs> degrees out. There's no AC in Europe. And I'm like. I know, they don't even like ice. Yeah. What the fuck is going on over there? They're just so like calm and comfortable that like ice would throw them off. It's very strange. It is weird. I don't drink my beverages at, at less than 
to 12 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want it to be almost Fahrenheit. frozen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just it drink. is a blo- it is a very cold block of ice and I <laughs> suck on it. <laughs> I love it. I think there should be like sl- like 7-Eleven should just have like a water option for their slushy machine and you just drink. It's kind of an amazing idea actually. Ice cold. Okay, what if water a slushy slippy. but a li- but it's a LaCroix? <gasps> Could we do that? Is that do I think we can find fizz. <laughs> I don't want it to be sweet, but I do love the texture of a slushie. Yeah. Maybe the syrup is what gives it that beautiful texture, though. Oh, that's so true. Eh, whatever. Okay, we'll put a pin in that, but yeah. I think you might be on to something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our side fizz. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, sharks. <laughs> is the slushie being too sweet for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too sweet introducing but water's too boring plain <laughs> the flavor <laughs> wait you know what is that snow exactly. <laughs> i think we've been in snow yeah right. it's like snow but we're not it's like regulated snow. regulated snow yeah i will say one time i also got well food poisoning is the wrong word but when i was a kid i was making um I would go and get a ball, a snowball, and then I would pour like orange juice on it and be like, "It's a, it's like a snow cone." Yeah. And my mom was like, "Quit eating so much fucking snow. You're gonna get sick. There's like shit in this snow. It's dirty." Yeah. And I was eating so much snow, and I did get sick, and I threw up everywhere. So. Oh, but it's so fun. You know, it feels so free. I know. Yeah, I haven't eaten snow in a long time. Can't really eat snow in Chicago, but yeah, where no, I'm it's, from, it's it's not so bad. Yeah, I feel like it's like pure oh yeah you're right, from yeah. northern wisconsin mm-hmm, like that yeah. is from god straight from the tap yeah 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 it's blessed here. snow it's gross <laughs> um yeah okay anyway so now you're hitting it off with what was his name do you remember marco oh love that name horny i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna go on a little trip yeah <laughs> go on a trip and get laid okay <laughs> i'm sick of getting laid here in the city oh my gosh yeah Boring. it feels so much more fun when like you meet somebody and, and like he barely spoke any english too so we are using like my google translate app like uh, back yeah. and forth all day and just like pointing at things and smiling and like <laughs> <laughs> and then he would like touch my hip and i'd be like <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yeah and then we like sat in this park and we are just making out so so sweaty again 100 degrees like i'm like wow this is real love like we clearly really like each other because this is disgusting (laughs) um so we have a good day and then we get back to the airbnb and then we shower together okay yeah and then we fuck (laughs) and that question yeah in your airbnb or in his house it was so we you know what we were able to have sex in his room of the Airbnb. Did you have, I'm confused. So you like got just a room in yes. his house, not your own space. Correct. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So he had like two or like one other um, Airbnb guest as well. Oh yeah. Okay. And then you, that one must have been awkward for the other Airbnb guests, but keep going. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. <laughs> I, I, I felt bad. But <laughs> like, I, oh, okay. I didn't get that hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> Marco didn't eat my pussy. That's weird. But yeah. <laughs> oh paid my extra. Gosh. Be like, uh, is this included in the amenities? Yeah. <laughs> because uh... <laughs> it's not listed. <laughs> <laughs> this is not listed. <laughs> exactly. No, they maybe, yeah, they probably felt weird, but. Yeah, we had sex, and I was just the whole time, I was like, Claire, 
don't shit. <laughs> like it was just I'm like I need this moment because I'm like I'm feeling this guy. I'm having a good time and I'm like barreling through like feeling terrible, but I was just like Claire, don't <laughs> keep it tight in all forms of the phrase. Did you did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Yeah. Do you remember that scene where um what's his name? The the guy who the 80s guy and he, then he plays the like tight oh no help me oh, who's the, he was in St. Elmo's Fire and like oh. he was in I don't know this is, something's wrong with my brain hold on in the, he's, he was in the Brat Pack in the 80s and hot little piece and he's honestly only getting sexier I feel like people listening like totally know the name but, and they're screaming <laughs> they're like, it <laughs> And I have to look it up. Um, okay, hold on. I know. To me, they are just all characters to me. So I'm like, I'm I so don't... close to getting it, and I keep not getting it. Uh... Rob Lowe. Oh, yeah. Oh, and see, Chris kept popping in my head because the character's name was Chris Traeger. Okay, so anyways. Yeah. This was, wow. This really... I could edit this part out, but I think I'm gonna let it ride. Yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> there's this scene where Ravelo's character get he's like he's like super like type A and he gets really he gets really sick with like food poisoning stuff. and he's in the hospital and he's looking at himself in the mirror and he's going stop booping. Oh my god! <laughs> and in college, me and my friend we would say that all the time. Yes, booping. That is exactly how I felt, and I was like, I am turning off this switch. I am not mm-hmm. sick. I am happy. I'm you know, living my best life. We are good. And so, yeah, after that, I was there for like four nights in Barcelona. And then I go... Did you hook up on the first night? We hooked up on the second night. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because that'd be quite a commitment if you like got bored of him and then be so to live in the house with him. <laughs> exactly. That's actually a really good point. I think it was the perfect amount of time. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, I like had fun. I'm like glad I did that. And then I move on to go to Paris and I am still sick. Now this has been like seven days of me. How long was this trip all together? A month. <gasps> wow. Yeah. That's all by yourself for the whole month? Yeah. Wow, I'm in awe of you. Even like a week is kind of scary to me. Oh. I'm going to do it though now. You inspired me. It's so fun because like the reason too I love solo traveling is like I don't know if I would have met my Barcelona boyfriend if Mm -hmm. I was with a group of friends. Mm -hmm. And so it's fun. I love that you can have so many experiences and it's just like all on your terms. And when you're alone, you're more uh, kidnappable. I mean, approachable, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's like (laughs) make friends. Yeah. You can take me. Honestly, I don't care. (laughs) I want to be taken. (laughs) It's so romantic. Uh, but yeah you should do it it is it's so fun again just you do exactly what you want the only thing is i'd have to figure out my phone never works when i'm it when i'm like abroad and when i was traveling i was with two people and both of their phones like it was they were slow but they worked and i'm like i don't know how mine never works yeah that'd be the one thing i'd really need a phone if i was alone but for sure you could get like a sim card like if you want to have like more reliable data 
Um, but yeah, I do the Verizon like 10 day pass or whatever. Oh, yeah, and yeah. that's decent. But again, oh, okay. it's a little spotty, but Good also enough. there's so much more Wi Fi, I think. Yeah. Like that's accessible in Europe. Okay, interesting. Anyways, keep going. Yeah. So now you're in <laughs> Paris and you're sick as a dog. Still sick as a dog. I've been to Paris, so. Oh, you're not you have? Spe- you're not that special, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. What yeah, What I'm, were the terms? I like, yeah, what's the context? Um, uh, legally, I was had to leave. They said I couldn't. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was deported. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just, me and my friend went to, we did London, Amsterdam, and Paris. Oh. I think it was like 12 days altogether. That's so fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I just went to Europe again, or like a month ago, and I did Amsterdam and Paris. Yeah, Amsterdam was fun as fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. We, we stayed, uh, we kind of just flew into London because it was cheap. That wasn't like super on the list, but actually it was, I, I was kind of wishing we had a, another day. Um, but, so that, yeah, and then. We did most of the time in Paris. I think we were in Paris for like five days and then we were in Amsterdam for like three. But yeah, we were wishing we had, we were having so much fun. And like everyone like liked us there. Like, yeah. <laughs> they were like, they would like look across, they'd be like, oh my God, are you American? And we we're like, yeah. And in Paris, they're like, shut the fuck up. Oh, Get oh out my of gosh. my way. Speak French, you f- idiot. Yeah. No, in Paris, you have to work for it or not like actively not work for it and be cool yeah. like try to have i, I respect it it's like yeah it's like why would uh, when we finally like talk to like some locals we were talking to this bartender and he was like the reason yeah like french people are kind of like annoyed at like americans visiting paris is like he's like you're entitled you show up here not even learn not even knowing like a word of french expecting everyone to cater to you and speak english for you and like i think he just it was just like uh, you know our shitty attitudes is why French people, but I have also heard French people are kind of prickly, like in like yeah. a New Yorker way, where they're like, they like their own breed. <laughs> yeah, but like I res- I respect it because, again, in the Midwest, like we are conditioned to be people pleasers and be overly friendly, even sometimes at the cost of ourselves. And I respect that Parisians and French people are like, no, they just like to me, it's like they have personal boundaries, and they're like, mm-hmm. they're not going to perform for you when you're ordering a cup of coffee. I think that's okay. Yeah, my um, one of my my sister's friends uh, went to school in Germany. I can't remember where, but um, she said like she's used to like yeah Midwest. Like if you have a dog, everyone goes, "Can I pet that dog?" And they go, "Oh, of course!" And they tell you the breed and all the bullshit. She <laughs> she was like, "Oh, can I pet your dog?" And they go, "No." <laughs> uh, yes. Oh my gosh, I feel like the amount of times that like. I've been told just no in Paris for without an explanation, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, if in the Midwest, if you say no, it's like, oh, my gosh, oh, I'm sorry. So sorry. Yeah. No, it's because he has a condition. Yeah. And sometimes he bites and I don't want you to get hurt. And, and yeah. <laughs> like, it's just this old story. And there's like, no. No. Yeah, you shouldn't have to explain. Yeah. Um, okay, anyways, then what happened? You're in Paris. Oh, okay. yeah. So I'm in Paris and I decide it's time to go to the hospital, which – there you can just go even if you can you imagine yeah you don't like you're not from there sometimes the doctor they'll just come to your house yeah wild it's so different and so i go to the hospital get my teeth fixed yeah (laughs) exactly got a bad tooth what is that called healthcare tourism oh yeah yeah it's like i'm gonna go get veneers Can you just get huge I'm veneers? Get this turkey and get some big fucking yeah. I'm gonna get some vampire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I traveled for this. Yeah, I'm gonna go get them sharpened down into little nubs. <laughs> oh my 
<laughs> I think veneers look so bad. I hate veneers. Yeah. Just, I find them creepy. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry. Do they have to be that white? I, I think that's part of it. They're so white usually. Yeah. That's so that they look really unnatural. Yeah. It kind of has some uh, used car salesman vibes yeah. to it. You know, mm-hmm. where I'm like, I don't know if I trust you. Also, I, I mean, it's just, it can't be good to file your natural teeth down to the <laughs> oh my so god like that's what they do they they turn them they take your a real tooth and they get rid of it. i don't get it <laughs> the thought of filing down a tooth i've watched videos of people <laughs> doing it and terrifying. it's bone chilling their mouth their like lips are swollen their mouth's full of blood it's fucked <laughs> oh up. my god and then they screw in these little fake fuckers <laughs> that are gonna fall out in like seven years or whatever it's not worth it i oh, say if you don't like creeps. your teeth you should just get a boob job so when yeah, people are go. looking at something else, yeah, you know, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> or just get a, I don't know, get a horn. You know, some people get yeah. those like weird horn things in their oh. head. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. I know, truly. Um, okay, so anyways. Oh, yeah. So I go to the hospital in Paris and they, again, have their Parisian boundaries where they're like, what do you need? What's you mm. look fine. Like I walk in there, I'm like shitting my pants. They're like, you look fine already. Why are you here? <laughs> And so I finally get into the exam room and I was just like, it's now been almost like 10 days. I've, bonjour. <laughs> yeah. Bonjour. And I have this whole like Google Translate thing like <laughs> typed out that my. Uh, uh, I'm shitting piss. <laughs> exactly. I'm, my, <laughs> my holes are <laughs> messed <Stupid>. up. <laughs> and I was like basically wanted just like intense strength emodium or something. And she just like runs a few tests and she like was very didn't really care what was going on with me and again i'm like whatever <laughs> but and by the end of the appointment she's like honestly you seem fine uh but your ears are dirty <laughs> and i was like this is the most parisian thing you can say <laughs> like i sh- could shit this bed at any moment and you're like but here's a q-tip honey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take it you're, you're nasty have some respect <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so basically like that's the only answer i got so i'm just like i again i'm not i'm not gonna be bedridden so i go i get my meds like painkillers and stuff and i go out and i'm like fuck it i'm doing cheese and wine like <laughs> nothing is gonna help this right now it's so bad i'm gonna have fun so i'm on my drugs i go get some this to this little like bistro get some cheese and wine and i'm like i kind of settle in and i'm like oh we're in Paris, you know, it's okay. Here we are. And then at that moment, I like turn just so slightly to where my glass of red wine falls like at me and splashes all over me. And like the whole restaurant looks at me and something just got triggered from like me being embarrassed. Like when I was five years old and I just started crying. And I'm like, I don't know what happened. I think I was just so exhausted. Again, I was like on meds. This like alcohol was hitting extra hard. And I just start crying. And the couple next to me, the this woman was so sweet. She puts her hand on me and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm just frustrated. <laughs> like I'm trying to have a good time and I feel like shit. And she was just like, if you're comfortable, can I pray for you? <laughs> And I will never. Is this a French woman? Yeah. Wow. I did not know. I don't think they believed in God. No, just kidding. <laughs> exactly. I don't think they do. A no, lot they got of... hella churches over there. <laughs> well, a lot of Europeans Gorgeous are churches. like ex-Christian or like it's kind of like generationally like dissipated. But yeah. again, they have so many like cathedrals that they hold on to because they're historic. Beautiful, you know. Yeah. Do you go to Sacre Coeur? Oh yes. Oh yeah, we went there too. It's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
the yeah it's really the, the hills up there we and then okay so we visited me and my friend visited during the day and we like you know took pictures and everything and then we we went to this was the, like the night we kind of finally like like actually like met like local French people and this the one guy was like walking he was walking back to his place and was like on the same way as our and Katie did this weird bit where she was like <laughs> she we had um we went to that like uh the like fondue place you know where you drink out of a baby bottle I can't remember what it's called wait <laughs> this <laughs> sounds this sounds like a kink <laughs> It was, uh, it was, I think it started to, um, get around some type of like liquor law where they're like, you can't sell wine anymore in an open, whatever. They're like, well, it's closed. It's, I don't know. Some weird bureaucratic thing. So it started as a way to sell wine when they weren't supposed to. And now it's like what they're, it's like a thing. It's weird. But, um. We ate all this fondue. Anyways, uh, (laughs) Katie was this, this French guy and she does this bit because I'm gonna. This story isn't gonna make sense, but they're like, you know how they like, they like go like, they like use this noise to like be like around the corner. They use it for any like it's like, yeah. They do it all the time, and so we were making fun. And then Katie goes, and she goes, "That's gonna be Jenna right down the stairs because of because of all the cheese that we ate." (laughs) 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 Like a diarrhea joke. This guy just stared at her. Oh my god! Completely sad. She's like, "Oh, because of because she'll be shitting." Because of the, because <laughs> the cheat, he was like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> yeah, like, and it was not funny. And then he went home. <laughs> but that was on this. We were on the steps of uh, the second core when she when she pulled that old number. Oh my god! She also wouldn't stop. She would say this to people that like English is their not their first language, and she, all across Europe, she kept going, "You want to hear a joke? What's worse than ants in your pants, uncles?" And then she'd have to explain it because it says it's kind of a hard if you. If you, it's like a, it's wordplay and English is the yeah. second language. I was like, Stop. honestly. And then she'd be explaining it, being like, like, cause like they would like molest you. And I was like, oh my God, stop telling people that it's joke. Oh my gosh. Cause when your uncle molests you, you know. Yeah. You know, everyone has that uncle. <laughs> like, no, we don't. <laughs> oh my God. No, even that took me a second to process, you know, just cause. Yeah. I take my time. <laughs> As you should. I was a slow test taker. Um, <laughs> exactly. me, too. me too. I'll get there and I need a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, I had to get tutored in order to take the ACT. It's fucking hard. Also, it's like, it's like a speed run. Like, it, I'm sorry. This isn't, whatever. This doesn't make sense. It test, a test is like that isn't a good way to see who's smart. No. Not at all. But anyways, um, then what happened? So, well, so this Christian woman prays for me in, <laughs> in this French bistro. The diarrhea. Yeah. And she was just like, dear God, please bless Claire while she's on our trip and bring her comfort and hope that you help her stomach to feel better <laughs> and that, you know, help her have a good. Please, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Please get this crying, full grown woman <laughs> to get her shit together. Let her take a solid shit. Oh, and in your yeah. name we pray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God bless. Amen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, you know, I will never, I'm not Christian anymore. I grew up very Christian, but I will always I will always let somebody pray for me in oh, public. Yeah, for the sentiment. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a nice. Yeah, I think w- it's a sweet thing to do. Right. I'm like, I wish. I think we should just be doing it more in the name of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was like the that was a tough trip. But I never want that to sway anybody 
from traveling because it can always be fun. But I did keep in touch with that Barcelona guy for an entire year. And I decided the next year I was going to go to Europe and meet up with him again. And we were talking almost like at least every week. Um, So like staying in pretty good touch. And I go back to Barcelona and he picks me up on a Vespa. Oh, hell yeah. You know, we are doing it. That truly is the European dream. Oh, it is. You are killing it if you have a Vespa. And I have like my big hiker's backpack. And he picks <laughs> I fall off the Vespa. <laughs> I fall off the Vespa and I get the shits again. <laughs> what if that <laughs> he has one of those t shirts where it's like but it's in Spanish where it's like if you can read this, the bitch fell off. Como se dice? Oh my god. Yeah, but this guy, I don't know, we had that spark so we went to an airbnb a different one because the other one went out of business red flag um that's his house yeah he's and just it, managing it uh yeah it was he was just managing it or it was his place and then he yeah sold it or got a new place not really sure but he stopped doing airbnb and so we yeah go back to our new airbnb and we hook up and then we go out on the town and uh, we eat lunch and he just looks at me and he did not speak very good English. And he just goes, Claire, you are my American mistress. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my I am a lucky girl. I mean, I, like, it is so hard to speak English. And the fact that he sewed these words together to say that he appreciated me was just like, so nice i mean talk talk about how when you when you know you know (laughs) and so you know he says those kind words and we continue on to like a salsa festival we're dancing together having a good time and then he takes a phone call and he just looks at me and he was like i have to go help my uncle and i was like okay i don't really you know Family's in town, whatever. That's fine. I'm like, I, you know, family first. And he's a family man. <laughs> so, like, I'm like, okay, do your thing, and I'll meet you back at the Airbnb later. He's like, okay, sounds good. Um, I have never heard or seen him again. <laughs> the Ever. And he I... He just never came back? He never texted you? He never came back. I realized he didn't have a bag which I didn't think was a huge deal because I'm like, you live here, so maybe you'll like get your stuff later. But he didn't have a bag when we went to the Airbnb. The um, And then I tried to call him and I waited, like gave myself like a 24-hour period of like, I was like nervous. And then I'm like, after 24 hours, I'm just going to get pissed. I never heard from him again. I was texting him like, can you just let me know you're okay, that you're safe? Um, And I just didn't realize that his uncle was his girlfriend, (laughs) like in that phone call. You think? I I feel like it. And then a a month later, his profile picture on WhatsApp changed to him and a girl. What the fuck? So I think I was his American mistress. Europeans. Yeah. You cannot trust them as far as you can. (laughs) I totally turned around. Yeah, this guy was kind of small, so I could pick him up and throw him pretty far. (laughs) Oh, my God. What What a twist ending that. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) That was wild. so rude. It was just so rude. Again, and I wouldn't... I think I was so pissed because 
I had already been to Bar- Barcelona, so yeah. I wouldn't have gone back yeah, to Barcelona exactly. if it wasn't for him. And again, I wasn't looking for anything serious, but it's like when you got a fun hookup, you keep those people, <laughs> you stay in touch with those people. It's like, oh, this will be fun. So I ended up cutting my time short in Barcelona because I was pissed. I'm like, well, now I'm here by myself. And I went to San Sebastian and it was beautiful and so much fun. And it helped me reset and just be like, nope. I'm in control. Fuck these people. And it's just weird that like those people do that stuff and they have to live with themselves, you know, like some of those common know, courtesy you think things. You feel, I, I always wonder with people like that because I would just never do something like that. Like I, I won't even Irish goodbye. Like I, I will say goodbye to literally everyone in this bar two times before I leave. And <laughs> I love that. And that's called a Wisconsin goodbye. Uh, I love that, right? <laughs> it's where you stay for three more hours. <laughs> I love that. Um, but I, I think that's so rude. When people Irish goodbye, I'm like, have you i get why they do it but i'm like okay you're doing the thing that's easy not the thing that's right yeah the thing that's easy for you yeah not the community (laughs) yeah um so i would never do that but yeah do you if you if you if you would do something like that do you think maybe he doesn't feel bad and he never will you know what that's a good point so even if i say like you have to live with yourself maybe he just doesn't care yeah i mean i some people don't and that's a sad truth i Mm -hmm. think but then also I kind of then I feel bad for him in a different way. I just want to feel bad for him. So then my way to feel bad for well, him it's is really pathetic. It's just sad that <laughs> you don't have the depth of as a human to like care. You know, I'd rather care and be hurt than like try to protect myself and pretend that I just don't care about stuff and pretend like that other people shouldn't care. Like, I just think that's fucked up and it's cowardly in a different way, you know, mm-hmm. and but there are people again we're all trying to live life and protect ourselves being vulnerable is scary it takes it yeah. takes courage to be vulnerable yeah it does and a lot of people don't learn that in a safe space you know at a young age i'm <laughs> lucky that i was able to but yeah a lot of people don't and then yeah i guess if it's uncomfortable and they don't want to go out of their way to like be decent then maybe they won't and they'll still meet great people and they'll still have a great life that's what really bugs me yeah and that's okay and nothing they ex- experience no consequences probably yeah. except for now my my huge podcast following knows that marco from barcelona is a bastard <laughs> what's his last name let's blast him oh my gosh yeah i don't know his last name but okay well just Blanket statement, anyone named Marco that you meet in Barcelona, steer clear. (laughs) Yeah, if he has a blue Vespa with duct tape on the seat, don't fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you do, shit on him, because I wish I would (laughs) have. At our live show, the audience can submit their own disgusting ladylike story to be read on stage anonymously, and these are some of those stories. And the theme is very much poop. These are all poop ones. I love it. Let's stay on theme. (laughs) (laughs) This is the poop episode. Uh, Some friends and I were spending a lovely day hanging out on a small island that happened to not have any bathrooms. We were standing in the water having some drinks. And, well, I really had to shit. And for whatever reason, maybe my state of mind, I decided to squat down and do it right there. A few seconds later, imagine how surprised I was when that shit popped right to the surface. Very visible to everyone there. That uh, that must have been pretty healthy shit though for it to float. That's actually a really good point. It yeah, sounds like fiber. Yeah, she was on an island. Yeah. she clearly like. Was... No, mine would be sinking. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay, here's another one. One time my roommate was showering and I had to shit so bad that I took a plastic bag out to the back porch, squatted bare ass over the bag at 7 a.m. and did the deed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that one, why were we on the porch? Yeah, that's bold. I I mean, but if you gotta go, you gotta go. When it but feels you like. You could do it in the. What? Or it's just like when it feels like poop's gonna come out, like again, <laughs> as the same as the urge of peeing, the urgency. Like, mm-hmm. that is a scary point. Like, that's when my fight or flight starts to yeah. kick in. I haven't, re- I haven't, uh, I know I, that doesn't have, usually I have a pretty good control, but every once in a while you're like, it's happening. You're like, yeah. <laughs> sometimes you, some, usually your brain is in charge of the body. Sometimes the body is and takes over. For sure. And it's, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's bone chilling. <laughs> um, oh, also, this is off top. I, I just remember when I, I was going to tell you this earlier when we were talking about our European vacations. Uh-huh. Um, when I was, I went to Copenhagen when it was still kind of a little bit, it was like at the end of COVID. Or no, it wasn't like, they were like completely done and we were like mostly done. So we we had to get a test to come back into the country. And I was like, well, we're going to be in Copenhagen. It'll be so easy. Like, you know, we're in Europe. They'll have them all over and we'd also gone to Berlin. In Berlin, they're, like, on every street corner. so easy. And in Copenhagen, they were, like, done. Like, nobody was wearing a mask on, like, planes or buses. Like, they were, like, totally done. So they didn't have – they there weren't any testing sites, like, in the city. We had to get on a train and go out to the suburbs of what? Copenhagen. Because that's how much they weren't testing anymore. And so – and we go out there. And it's, like, this, like, empty, like – it looked like a like an empty, like, warehouse almost. There's like, one other – person there besides us and i thought they're gonna do the nose one like uh-huh. they've been doing but it was uh this gorgeous danish man pulls out like the longest q-tip i've ever seen he goes he's like no we're doing it in your throat and stop I really, it i have a really bad gag reflex <laughs> so, and i was not mentally prepared for that i thought he was going up the nose and and he's like six four he's like <gasps> so and he sticks this q-tip in my mouth and i meet the second it goes and i'm like <laughs> Oh my god! And it was this like it was like this like un- otherworldly, and then I used to <laughs> oh no! And he started laughing. I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And he was like, he's like Jesus. And he was like, I I have to do it again because I I didn't get it enough because you were um like spasming. And he's like, sorry, we have to do it again. Oh my god! And I open my mouth and same thing. The second it touches again, I'm like, <laughs> like I can't even do it. I was like. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just like the sound. Did any bomb come up? Or it's no, just no, a, just okay, just a big dry heave. Okay, uh, oh. it was so embarrassing. I was like, and then like my friend that was going after me was like, Jesus, like, and he was the guy was like, it's really not that bad, and, and then she does it like without any problem, and then we leave. Oh my god! And you want to tell me like, sir, it's just Q-tips. Like if it was you and me, trust me, completely different situation. Unfortunately, I can't say that would be the truth. <laughs> Oh my gosh, no, I have such don't a... Don't on my head. Yeah, <laughs> don't touch me. I'm trying to stay focused. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I am the same. I have a terrible gag reflex, and it's, it's just, it's the my, mind over matter. Like, I know, it's like my body is calm, I'm fine, but once I overthink it too much, I I, I will it's, dry heave too. Yeah, I, even when I'm taking, like, pills, like, even, like, ibuprofen, if I think about it, I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Like when I go to the dentist too, and they try to do the X-rays. Oh, don't get me started. Yeah. So I always warn them. I'm like, I have a sensitive gag reflex, and it's I have to like deeply breathe through it. 
<laughs> I know it's it's so mine. Yeah, I know exactly. Or when they, when they do the impressions of your teeth, I would gag the whole time. I, like my eyes are like water. Like I was like crying, and the, <laughs> oh, no. the poor dental hygienist was like petting my hair, going, "It's okay, just a little longer." Oh no! You're like, and I'm stop. trying to be cool, but I'm like, <laughs> "Oh no!" Uh, yeah, no, it's it's gotten way worse as I've gotten older, dude. It's like kind of ruining my life. Yeah, <laughs> brushing, brushing my teeth, everything. Yeah. Sometimes I just think of stuff wrong. Wait, what was somebody did something that grossed me out and I couldn't tell I was trying to tell someone what they did. Oh, I know it was <laughs> I was at a concert and my friend was um eating mushrooms and he's like, Oh, do you want some? And I was like I was already feeling kinda like a little like yeah. gaggy. And watching him chew up the mushrooms and like you know how like they get stuck in your molars and stuff? Yeah. It was, well, he was picking them out of his molars, and I was like, and I couldn't even, and then I went over and tried to tell my other friend what happened, and every time I would tell the story, I would get, <laughs> oh my god! I have such a visceral reaction to the taste of mushroom sauce. Yeah, no, I can't get out of my head, like, if I feel like I'm going to gag, it's like, you keep repeating it in your head, and it's, yeah. It's, yeah. They taste so bad. Um. Okay, I'm going to read you one more. Okay. Uh, okay. This is a long one. Um, okay. I shit my pants at age 28. Costco, peak pandemic. I was only dating my girlfriend for like six months or so. We had a cart full of goods and long, the line was long as fuck. Bathrooms weren't open because we didn't, we didn't know if you could get COVID from <laughs> toilet mist. <laughs> that, that was such a weird thing that they closed their bathroom. Like, the stuff we were doing uh, no fucking Yeah. Thing. I was sweating so fucking much and my guy, <laughs> my Oh my god, felt like a fondue pot. Cut to when we loaded up the car and started driving away. Babe, I don't know if I can make it, I said. We're almost home, she replied. She was driving so slow. (laughs) Every red light, every break, every bump in the road made my insides slosh around. It was horrible. I couldn't even fart a little bit to relieve some pressure. I physically couldn't sit. I was crouching in her car, bent at a 90 degree (laughs) angle so my head didn't hit the top of her car. I felt like I would lose the battle at any moment, but eventually... We made it to her apartment. I begged her to let me get out of the car at the entrance and go ahead of her while she parked the car, but her apartment key was linked to her car key, so I watched painfully, (laughs) sweating, as she removed her apartment key from the rest of her lesbian ring of keys. (laughs) Oh, my God. I made it down the long ramp that led to the main entrance. I made it through the vestibule, but I made it only halfway down the hallway where I shit my pants. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It was horrific and stinky. But I kept going as I managed to contain the majority of it despite losing some. Oh, my God. I made it to the toilet and relieved myself. I hopped in the shower. And when she asked if she could wash my clothes, I lied and said I didn't shit my pants. And and that a plastic bag would suffice so that I could take my soiled clothes home. Uh, I couldn't admit that I shit myself. It wasn't until months later that I came clean. She told me that she could smell it as soon as she walked through the hallway. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is crazy. Picturing her like bent over in the car, like so she wasn't in like full squat position or whatever, like or full seated. That's intense. It's very sweet. Uh, Her girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah, I love that her girlfriend was like, I know what happened. I know, honey. (laughs) Yeah, like, can I wash your clothes? Not like duty. (laughs) No, nothing happened. She's like, okay, you'll tell me in a few months. that this happened (laughs) yeah when you're ready (laughs) yeah 
You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Claire Parlap. Okay, so on Instagram, I am Big Red Claire, and I help host Big Break Comedy uh, every Thursday at the Holiday Club. And so we have an 8 p.m. show and then a 10 o'clock mic, and we always have some great headliners and super fun lineup. Um, but yeah, you can see me around town. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.